Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, a former WWE star shockingly debuts on AEW Dynamite. Who was the Joker opponent for Britt Baker in the Owen Hart Cup on Dynamite last night? Is one of AEW's top stars injured after a freak accident during the Rampage tapings? And how the WWE roster really feels about Sasha Banks and Naomi. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. Right. I guess the third story today could be taken as a spoiler, so if you want to avoid maybe specific Rampage things, maybe fast forward through We well, put timestamps in the description for a reason. Exactly. So just a fair warning in case you int- uh, interpret it as such, because it's a pre-taped show, obviously. Right? What? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, we're going to kick things off by talking about the Jokers, baby. The Jokers, baby. Two Jokers last night, and we got the first one in the very first match on Dynamite. Samoa Joe came out for his match in the Owen Hart Foundation Tournament, the Owen Hart Cup, the Owen, whatever you want to call it. Uh... Standing there, what name pops up on the screen? Johnny Elite! Hey! Johnny Elite, and you know who likes to mess around with his surname a lot when he's working for companies that aren't WWE? It's the former John Morrison, of course. John Hennigan. What else has he done? Johnny Mundo, Johnny Impact, Johnny Caballero, I think he's been doing recently. Johnny Superstar. He messes around with his name, but we're calling him Johnny Elite. Johnny Dynamite would have been cool, wouldn't it? That would have been cool. Anyway, uh, imagine if he was on Dark Elevation. Johnny Dark Elevation. <laughs> Johnny YouTube. Like, hey, listen, we're going out of control here. Um, I think there was a toilet in the pub I went to the other night that was offering Johnny Dynamite, but it might be something out different. Good grief. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he came up, he wrestled Samoa Joe, they had the match, and he lost. Uh, he, was, oh. he was eliminated in the first round. Samoa Joe found a way to use a muscle buster. Uh, he'd worked for it earlier on, but there was some counters. Johnny showed off some of his flippy dippy did he? he is known for, of course. Um, didn't really enjoy the match <laughs> myself, personally. Like, I don't know. It felt a little clunky. Mm-hmm, that's felt fair. Like, felt like maybe they didn't have the greatest deal of chemistry. Like, there was a moment early on where it looked like Joe was going for a lockup. And, and Johnny just threw the elbow straight in his face and I was like oh was that planned I'm not sure about this um, but yeah the way it played out it wasn't the smoothest thing in the world but he was quite over oh uh, yeah because people like the guy and, and he's good at his job but yeah there you go no word on whether or not he's been signed no word on whether or not he will be used again uh, we don't know he lost of course so not having a deep tournament run uh, obviously but yeah there, there you go John Morrison Johnny Nitro John 
John. Yes, not John a name. Valkyrie. Not a name we mentioned on the AW Dynamite preview for our predictions yesterday. Thankfully, I didn't make a prediction because if I did, it would have been the correct yeah, one. So yeah. I never get it wrong. Um, but yeah, uh, great to see him in AW. No word as you mentioned uh, that he's you know all elite or anything like that. I think a lot of people anticipated that if it wasn't going to be a. Cesaro, for example, this may just be a one and done. And you can sort of see the way they're going with Samoa Joe. He got attacked afterwards, of course. Uh, was it a lead pipe? I think they used yeah. on his shoulder. Yeah. And, uh, Those scamps. Yeah. Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutton. Who's he got in the, in the semi? In the semi John, uh, to Carlo Riley. That's right. Yeah. I thought that for a split second. <laughs> Did you almost call him Sammy Joe? No, I was, I was just trying to. I was just <laughs> Big try, Sammy. I just, thought, I just thought, oh, who's the one person you wouldn't want to face if you're carrying a shoulder injury? Yeah. It's good, it's good stuff. The guy who tortured Ray Phoenix on Dynamite yeah. last night. Trapped, really enjoyed that match. Trapped his arm and tapped him out as well. Yeah. Like straight away. So legal. That was a great match, by the way, Phoenix and, and O'Reilly. Uh, in terms of the uh, women's Joker, baby. <laughs> Uh, it was Britt Baker who was going to face this mystery opponent. And it was revealed to be the deity of shiz. Yep. Maki Ito. she called herself that time, yeah. <laughs> the only thing I'm going to say, because I'm not going to get in trouble with Adam Nicholas for effing and jeffing on this for once. <laughs> yeah, Maki Ito was a dead joker in the women's Owen Hart tournament. Uh, and she lost as well. Yeah. Uh, really enjoyable match, though, with Britt Baker. There was a bit in it early on where she literally just laid down because they've got a relationship with her and Britt Baker. Britt Baker went to pin her and she immediately rolled her up. Yeah, and then stood up and went like that in her face. So Number one. That was funny. Yeah. She the ones, baby. We the ones. Uh, what was it that, um, that uh, they kept saying on commentary? Her inhumanly strong skull was put over uh, and she did the, the Co- thing which... The Kokeshi. Is that what it's called? I love that. Uh, but yeah, great to see her back in AEW. She's obviously uh, you know, a familiar face from uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. Uh, I think that they mentioned on commentary she'd wrestled and then literally got on a flight to America for this. Um, hopefully we see more of her again. And there was a lovely photo backstage you may have seen doing the rounds <laughs> with her and Hookhausen. Very over, very nice, very Ito. Very, um, very sweary, by yeah. lots of things. Yeah, that, that was, that, th- this was a good time. Um, you can see the direction they've gone with these Joker, the Jokers, baby. And they clearly wanted to bring in people that they could beat, right? Which means that like doing like a, a Claudio, a Cesaro, wouldn't have been optimal because no. you don't want a guy like that to come in and immediately lose. So, hey, look. Um, and I don't, I don't like them. They haven't really done this completely, but I don't like the precedent of whoever the Joker is is probably just going to come in and win the whole thing, yeah. whether it be yeah. the, the Casino Battle Royal thing or this. And Yeah, they, they've broken that mould on several occasions, which is good for me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's good to subvert expectations and uh, yeah I, lo- I love Maki Ito I think she rules uh, the character has obviously been extremely well defined for a long long time but she's been putting it together a lot over the past year in the ring in Japan as well I know she's not been in AEW since like March 2021 kind of time mm-hmm. uh, but yeah like she had a fun match here with Brit. Uh, I-, I think all of her character stuff is just a riot uh, I get why it isn't for everyone mm-hmm. but I will say that the people who are not who are in that isn't for everyone group you are objectively wrong and I will fight you. I what was it you tweeted? I, I thought your tweet was, was very accurate about yeah. Makito. I can't remember the last time I watched her and didn't think at the very least that was fun. Yeah. She's a good time. I enjoy her. I Lighten enjoy up, her. you boring bastards. Headbutt. Anyway, <laughs> uh, right, Brian Danielson. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, he might be injured. Um, this is, this. the video of this was weird. Uh, so basically, you know, they tape Rampage after Dynamite. And Spoiler match, alert. Yep, there you go. Uh, the match on Rampage was Danielson and John Moxley versus uh, Matt Seidel uh, and Dante Martin. That was set up on Dynamite in one of those things where 
moves at a million miles yeah. an hour and you're like, I what the? I've got to be honest, I hated it. I hate yeah. the way you set it up there. This yeah. whole thing with Blackpool Combat Club shoving in and then, and then they went, Oh, Matt Seidel and Dante Martin! Like, that was suddenly was a thing. seriously Rubbish, crammed, that. wasn't it? Seriously, seriously crammed. But they had the match. I won't tell you the outcome in case you want, you're going to watch the show. Um, Brian Danielson, in a post-match angle, got his leg trapped between the ring and the ramp. And I thought this was kind of interesting because I was sitting there watching Dynamite last night and at one point Tony Schiavone made a point about the configuration in that specific arena being the ramp and the ring and stuff. And then a minute later I go on Twitter and see that this has happened to Brian Danielson. It's a total freak thing mm. to happen, really, isn't it? But uh, there's an account here from Nick Swanson, at Nick J. Swanson on Twitter, who is presumably in the building, uh, and says, a scary moment at the taping as Brian Danielson's leg got stuck between the ring and the ramp and he was trapped for over 10 minutes after the show ended. Yeah, and there's a video doing the rounds here. It's attached and Danielson looks to be in pain. I'm not sure if he's actually in pain or if he's just selling because he's a pro. Um, but the, You never know with him. You never, you really don't. He's great. Uh, another tweet here, Nick followed up a while afterwards saying Danielson did walk out on his like he, he was able to walk out that's good uh, but he was he was being helped by AW staff but shoved them away and he was visibly frustrated and upset uh, he walked to the back on his own however he had a bad limp so we're still waiting on news on whether or not he's actually injured uh, but this was a pretty freaky thing and uh, yeah 10 minutes to get him out of there man crazy stuff yeah just like, like you say I, I saw this report saw saw uh, what had gone down and just thought what yeah. and then watched it and thought Ugh, and then read 10 minutes yeah I don't know like I have no idea like how tight the gap is the process of how this occurs and all of that stuff but how does it take 10 minutes yeah I don't know maybe there's a reason I don't want to like completely trash the medics and stuff no it's just it's it's a lot of that's a lot of time yeah that's all I'm saying I like I'm not Shooting on professionals. No, and it's it, 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 you know it's it also interesting. I should mention on Dynamite they developed uh, the storyline surrounding Blackpool Combat Club and uh, Kingston Santana and Ortiz and the Jericho Appreciation Society to set up this mad five on five, not stadium stampedes. Moxley's not doing any of that bollocks. What do you say? I'm not doing that. Sh- yeah, very very good. <laughs> um, but they have set up that match, so fingers crossed, uh, Brian Danielson's alright because yeah. that's in what double or nothing's in some week uh, and a half, ten days, <laughs> almost nine days away. That tomorrow will be nine days. Yeah, Tony. you push that button on the. <sighs> Miss that. You so get much. one of them for news. Yeah, exactly. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be 
big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash whatculture. Uh, right, should we conclude by talking about Sasha and Naomi, the story yeah, that just here, keeps going? Here we week. go, baby. So, uh, right, obviously, if you're unaware about this, uh, I hope you that rock you've been under has been nice. Um, because they walked out of Monday Night Raw, they left their tag team championships behind, WWE painted them as taking their ball and going home, yeah. because that's what WWE will do. A lot more people were more understanding, ourselves included, that, yeah, they've been booked pretty terribly, and they hated the booking, and there's maybe even some contractual stuff and what have you. Now, yesterday, was it, we reported that aside from the people you may have seen on social media, your ducks are, would you hate, uh, Hayley? Who's that? Hayley Williams. Hayley and Bailey. Hayley Williams Paramore's, has had enough. Paramore's Hayley Williams and Bailey are in support of Sasha <laughs> and Naomi. And then we said the majority of the locker room actually don't really support them. Yeah. That has been counteracted somewhat yeah. by a report uh, from Fightful. It's, no crap, just sat. It's a much more detailed and nuanced report. Yeah, exactly. I, I appreciate that a lot. Um, and he says that numerous people within WWE are, in fact, sympathetic to the women's tag team champions. Um, despite this, the majority of opinions that while creative frustrations uh, and leaving the show are both fine, walking out during a broadcast is not. Yeah, while well, you're in a planned segment. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I get it. I get it. It's, it's all over the place, basically. Yeah. WWE issued that one-sided statement um, and, and there's a source saying that despite the fact that that was designed to sort of pit talent against each other, the effectiveness, eh, I'm not so sure to be perfectly honest. Look, uh, this is a really tough situation, Andy, because I think even, you know, wrestling fans are divided on this. Now, some are more tribal than others and just going to yeah. throw rocks regardless. But it, it's fascinating to know what's going on backstage with regards to this. So... In summary, to boil it down to its most basic thing, some people support them, some people don't, and other people support them to the extent of being pissed off with creative, but don't support them leaving the show sure. and, and, and and making sure. them having to change the, what was it, a six-man or six-woman yeah. to uh, a, a singles match, which admittedly was brilliant. So. Yeah, yeah this, it's a really tricky situation. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's the nature of everything in 2022 to immediately go all the way to one side and then not see anything from the other uh when it comes to like wrestling stuff in particular because everyone is so like deeply invested in certain arguments and stuff for me i'm 99% of the time pro worker in situations 100%. like this. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I just said 100%. <laughs> why did you say nice? Uh, Screw that one. I uh, say it changed that. I agree. <laughs> there we go. Screw that 1%. <laughs> over. We the uh, 1%. And I, I, I think critical to this is that like the people who know what happened in that room between Vince McMahon, Sasha Banks and Naomi are Vince McMahon, Sasha Banks and Naomi. I want to hear from Sasha Banks and Naomi 
above all else. Agreed, uh, yeah. Great reporting here across the board from Fightful, who's been on it. No crap. As always, just sad. Uh, and he does note that the accounts here shouldn't be taken as like an aggregation of every single person no. in the locker room, uh, as is often the case. Um, again, I just want the best for the wrestlers. Mm. There we go. And this is a story that is not over. It will run oh, and run. We'll no doubt talk about it tomorrow and almost inevitably next week. And Monday Night Raw is going to be very interesting. Yep. I suppose technically they're tag champs. They could be on SmackDown. Yeah. Could you? Well, we'll let you know. Set up their next blockbuster tag team title feud against two members of the crowd at this rate. They <laughs> don't care about that division, WWE, yeah. do they? So. Well, they had two opponents that were going to be in that six woman and then inexplicably they were going to plan to have Naomi pin Sasha, apparently. Anyway, let's move on to your Twitter <laughs> questions. At what culture WWE first question today comes from Pranav, who says, Pranav, Pranav, at Poisoned Wit on Twitter. Mm. I was watching Wardlow's entrance on Dynamite and it reminded me a lot of Goldbergs. Uh, do you think he should lean into that resemblance once he's free? The crowd chatting Wardlow helped too. I guess I'm only asking Andy Murray since Wilborn is biased. What? What? <laughs> Just because I don't like Piggy. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the question is here because yeah. he's going to lose to MJF at the pay per view, and that'll be it, won't it? That too good. Hey, maybe he can have that entrance when he's walking at working at the popcorn stand. Huh? <laughs> what with Bill? <laughs> uh, what do you reckon? What do you reckon to uh, a sort of uh, a, you know security lined yeah. Goldberg essay? It did look mint when the door, the shutters went up last night, and he was in the and shackles. He, and he had his tap off, and it was ready to go. Yeah, I think they'll get rid of the security after the pay per view. I think they probably should as well because um, it, it, it works as kind of like a restraint and they've been really good for him to just throw around and stuff uh, but I don't necessarily know if you need it after that but as far as the overall presentation goes yeah absolutely I like the Goldberg style presentation it gets people over uh, shockingly in professional wrestling when you win a lot of matches yes. it actually look really cool and you get over uh, Roman Reigns is another example of that although his template is obviously a bit different uh, but yeah continue some Goldbergisms I would love to see him just murdering people like in three minute matches after the paint why not it's yes. good it works uh, and he's really over and uh, everything they're doing with him at the moment is working and I'd like to just send a personal message to my best friend uh, Maxwell because he struggled initially with those lashes but that tenth lash really seemed to have a bit of impact so that's just a lesson to everyone and if at first you don't succeed kick someone in the bollocks so there you go. Angela Dawn gives us our second question of the day, who says, well, you read it. What's the first bit she says there? Greetings, Andy, and... King of the mic, baby. He's literally taking a day off because of this tomorrow. No! Put it back. No. Do you think Sasha and Naomi walking out of... Indestructible, baby. <laughs> Do you think Sasha and Naomi walking out of Raw will result in more wrestlers following their lead? Um... It's a really difficult one to think about, isn't it? Because um, sounds like there's more to the story that's been that's being left on at the moment. But I think that if if people are sympathetic to them and they're seeing them standing up to creative, they might feel more inclined to to speak up about their characters and their storylines and stuff and go, hey, listen, I'm an independent contractor. You can't force me to do this rubbish. Uh, if they think something is really bad, as people have done in the past, so. Um, Perhaps not walking out, um, but I, I do think it might embolden people. Yes, for sure. I hope so. I hope it will. And you know, however you, you can, however you feel about AEW, you can despise them. You can think they're the worst promotion in the world. The fact that they exist, and I know there are other companies, Impact, MLW, Ring of Honor, well, New Japan, etc., <laughs> etc. The fact that AEW, with the money, the buying power that AEW has, is beneficial for workers gives them options and gives them leverage, yeah. which is what we're talking about here. I, do, I hope that I don't see anyone else walk out of, of a wrestling show 
but I like the fact that that's an option now and they don't just have to count out of the bosses. Yeah, having more options for the workers is, is good for the overall business. It really weirds me out when I see people sitting there going, I hope this company or this company or this one goes out of business. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Do you all want there to only be one shop in town where everyone is like forced to bend to the whims of the people who own it and operate it because they've got no other choice and they've got no leverage yeah. and they've got no choice. It's like, I, pro worker, I've said this so many times over the past few like, years. People in America know about like corporate consolidation of companies yeah. and things like that. Like Monopolies are pretty bad. bad. Uh, the only yeah. good monopoly is the board game. It's the board game. Especially guys. the Aberdeen version. Is there an Aberdeen version? Oh, we got to play that. That's definitely getting played. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, the only I don't want is people walking out because just because that doesn't work for me, brother. Yeah. Like, it needs to be justified. Sure. Yeah, it's not like Hogan and WCW. Exactly, yeah. Uh, final question today comes from Sean Acklin. Love to hear from you, as always, Sean. Sean writes, Hockhausen, Orangehausen, Mackiehausen, Janohausen. The possibilities are endless from any promotion from all time. Who would you like to see paired with Danhausen? Who is, of course, Venaz, Ve-Evil, Malad. <laughs> I want Borathausen. Oh, God. Uh, I- I'm probably going back to the classic uh, gimmick that was... Uh, uh, pitched by uh, that great creative mind, uh, Disco Inferno, uh, of building the evil architect. Because then you could... <laughs> that is, I mean, I'll give him that. That's great, right? Because then you could have building a housing. I didn't think. I was genuinely thinking, sat here going, <laughs> "What? What? Like house housing? How can I get to?" And you've done it. You've completed there, it. There you go. I thought you were going to say Gangrel. <laughs> Gang housing. Broodhausen. Broodhausen. <laughs> Broodhausen sounds like a German bar. <laughs> Come to Brudhausen. Oh my god. I mean, I just every option I get when someone says pick anyone of all time, is Scotty Too Hotty. Oh, he does. Hottiehausen. Hottiehausen. Scotty Too Hausen. Scotty Too Hausen. <laughs> but let us know who you'd like to Is there to anyone see. who rhymes with, like, surname rhymes with Hausen? Because they could be Mo- like Mousehausen. Mousehausen. Mighty Mousehausen. Pack. Yeah, know. exactly. Mighty Mousehausen. <laughs> Let us know your best <laughs> words in the comments. And, yeah. I was going to say we can mention them tomorrow, but we all know what tomorrow is. It's uh, tomorrow. Do you know Friday. what? Do you know what? For, do you know what Andy's doing tomorrow? Gonna he's watch. going to see a crocodile. That's uh, why he's not on the news yep. tomorrow. I'm going to see a crocodile and hook. I've had enough of you. By the way, um, speaking <laughs> of which, I'm just going to give you just to just not. I'm not going to show you. You have to stick around for tomorrow's news. This Andy is going to be on tomorrow's news, and it's a bit of a difference. A bit of a change. But <laughs> you have to watch tomorrow news to see what we're talking about there. Yeah. Let's move on to today's and finally. Uh, and this tweet I saw. I will not be responsible for this. I'm not here. But by the way, send him rubbish questions. Yes. I'll them. tweet later. But send me the, the not serious questions. The very good questions to say. Garbage. Bollocks. I want. Uh, yeah. Unrepentant nonsense. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to today's and finally though. And I'm going to butcher his name. The guy who faced Hangman Page on uh, Dynamite last night. Konosuke Takeshita. I'm so glad if you're you want, Soup. If you, yes. Mr. Soup. If you want to sound really cool and in the know, call him Soup. Do you know what his college graduation thesis was about, Andy Murray? Apparently, according to this tweet, it was about the German suplex. <laughs> I don't know this guy. He was introduced facing Jay Lethal a few weeks back. I thought the match last night with Hangman Page was a vast improvement on that. And now, finding that out, I'd love to know, did anyone do any more, like, college work around wrestling? Uh, a mate of mine wrote his, wrote his thesis about theatre and radio, because we were radio, yeah. radio presenters at the time. But did you did you do anything 
in college, in uni, I don't know why I said that like that, <laughs> about wrestling. Because writing a thesis about the German suplex... Bravo. Spectacular. Now it's a key component of his arsenal. It is indeed. Uh, I actually wrote mine on the headlock. It it lasted 49 pages and it went nowhere. So. Let's know your thoughts on that and all of today's news stories in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and the Daddy Boy sitting down to review AW Dano Mate a little bit later on today. Uh, plus, let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at What Culture WWE. Watch there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at. Follow me at Andy H. Murray, and the H today stands for Hey, do you know what sucks ass? What? Breakfast cereal, soup, and mega bus. There's a, there's a war developing all in this office between him terrible, and Hamlet. Terrible, especially. You can follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. It only costs a pound, but you will feel like you've aged about 15 minutes of your life after 15, 15 years of your life after you get off. Yeah, fair point. Is that worth it for a pound? Thanks for watching. I'll see you soon. Benjamin Button was on to something. <laughs> <laughs>